And welcome to She's Red, I'm Rob. I'm Rob Hughes. I am Leslie Purdy. Episode 23, it's been quite a long time since we have graced you awesome listeners <laughs> with our sexy, intelligent voices. So long, in fact, that Leslie has actually aged in the process. That is correct, listeners. Leslie has hit the age where all women go downhill. Unless you're, <laughs> in, Holly- unless you're in Hollywood. Go downhill? Why do you say that? Because you're 30. That's not going downhill. 30 is the new 20. Have you not heard about that? 30 is not the new 20. It is. I mean, for men, it totally is. Because I'm actually getting handsomer. (laughs) I'm actually getting more cut, more uh, chiseled, more handsomer. Which, in turn, you're saying I'm getting uglier. Thanks. I'm not saying you're getting uglier. I'm just saying that, you know, you peak. I've always said women peak at 25. And that's in Hollywood. Because Hollywood is the only place that I know of where you can be 50 and look better than you looked at in 20. Case in point, Julie Bowen, the chick from Modern Family. She was in Happy Gilmore. Not that attractive. Now she's 40 plus. Totally hot in Modern Family. I'm sorry that I am just like losing all attractiveness for you. It's a great... before we're getting it married. It is a good thing that you have the best personality of any woman I've ever met. I hate you right now. I know. And that's how we're starting this episode off. (laughs) Starting off with the hate. Hopefully bringing the love back to this relationship. Leslie turned 30. I threw her a birthday spectacular. This was back in April. It's now July. This is just shows you how lazy we are when it comes to recording <laughs> these episodes. Not by my volition here. I always want to record. Leslie doesn't. She is of the mindset that the less we record, the more people want to hear us. Uh, true? I would say if we recorded like once a week, people would be less inclined and we'd listen. have less to talk about. That is very true. We usually sit in silence all week. We're like an 80-year-old couple. (laughs) I sit in my chair. She sits on the couch. She's doing her crosswords. I'm watching my stories. That's kind of how we live. I threw a kick-ass birthday spectacular, babe, at a kick-ass, quote-unquote, upscale bowling establishment where I rented out half of the room. Not the whole room because we did not have enough people because I only invited select people to your birthday. Big apologies to my work friends who are fucking amazing who I did not invite. Uh, it would have cost me like an extra $50 per person. Uh, you guys do indeed rock, but uh, I am sorry. Leslie has a lot more friends than I do. I had to invite all of them. <laughs> did you have fun at your 30th birthday? I definitely had fun at my birthday. Explain to the good people out there in Intar Webland what it is and how much fun you had at your 30th uh, birthday extravaganza. <laughs> we went to... Pins, this bowling alley that's like the fancy bowling alley. Pins slash a bar slash an arcade slash a private bowling area away from the screaming toddlers. Yes, with fancy little seats and tables and things. Everything was very, very fancy. And um, did some bowling. Not as much as I would like to have bowled because I had to do many uh, socializing activities. Which is expected when you invite 20 of your friends and I have four of my friends there. (laughs) <laughs> and I socialized with everybody. You did. You're a very good socializer. I am very proud of your socialization. Thank you. Yes. 
So, you're 30 now. Do you feel like a lot has changed? No. No. You actually look better now than you did at 29. Oh, see, now so maybe I'm really confused about uh, what you're saying here. I blame the upcoming wedding. <laughs> I blame the wedding. The wedding is what is <laughs> the wedding is is what is helping Leslie stay on track, uh, and the stress is definitely melting the pounds off and making yes, her look a lot it's younger. <laughs> it's very true. Planning a wedding is extremely, extremely stressful. Thankfully, I don't really know much about planning a wedding, yet I'm probably more stressed than both of us. It's awkward, and I feel horrible. So, Leslie, you've been planning this fantastical wedding for the last two years. But really, the last eight months. Well, it's more than eight months. It's been since, like, September. Really? Yeah. What we do in September? Sent out Save the Dates. Did we release them out in September? I'm pretty sure we sent them out that long ago. Now, the Save the Something. Dates, Leslie Something. picked. It was a while ago. And it turns out a lot of my family did not have a sense of humor and thought they were in poor taste. It was definitely before Christmas because they were up at your family's house in Christmas. And they thought I chose the Save the Dates. I did because not. Because they were so inappropriate. Because they were so, in, quote unquote, inappropriate. I did not choose Save the Dates. That was not me. That was all my fantastical significant other who chose to Save the Dates. Since we saved the date, we have done a lot of things. Yes. You got your wedding dress. I did. You had your final fitting a week ago. I did. How did the fitting go? It went fabulous, and I can't wait to wear my dress. I just hope I see lots of top boob. <laughs> Possibly some side boob, but if I see top boob, I will be happy. Will I see any top boob, or did you go modest and cover up your fantastic chest? You will see some top boob. I will see top boob? Some top boob? Top, some top boob. Some top boob. I apologize, listeners. I have been drinking Oaked Arrogant Bastard Ale all night. Uh, nice little 7.2% alcohol. I am feeling quite well at the moment. So lots of top boob, some top boob. Some. More than usual? No. I God say, damn it. Sorry. All I wanted was Leslie <laughs> to show up in pasties, but she said, that's not classy. And I said, it's classy if they are diamonds. She did not buy that But you know what? I am in love with my wedding dress, and I can't wait to wear it. And I hope I am also in love with it, and I know I will be, because you love it. See how the episode turns right back into love? You see how I'm able to just... Whip it right back around and just, <laughs> oh, I, that's why I'm marrying this guy. That's why I am marrying this guy. So we did the wedding dress fittings. Yeah. Me and my uh, my best men and I went out and bought fancy suits. Yeah. Uh, except CJ because he didn't want to buy a suit, but it, I get it. CJ's not fancy. He likes his khakis He's and his t-shirts. He's not fancy. He's not fancy. <laughs> However, this is the first suit I've ever purchased at the age, the ripe old age of 30, soon to be 31, two days after the wedding. And I have got to say that after seeing myself in that suit, I kind of want to go buy enough suits for the week so I can wear them at work every day. Just because I know, I know as soon as I put that wedding band on, boom, I'm going to be getting hit on all the time. What That's you, what you do. That's what, what women do. No, women I don't. hit on dudes with wedding rings because it's a game. It's fun. It's fun. Let's see if he'll, uh, let's see if he'll do something. It's bullshit. That's all Where I'm saying. It's bullshit. This? Uh, Glamour magazine, Cosmo magazine, and Maxim. Where? Are you, why are you reading these magazines? I poop a lot, and I need something <laughs> to read. I need something <laughs> to fucking read. Went out, got my wedding, my wedding band. That was fun. It fucking fit. Got the suits. We got the food. 
We got the venue. We have the cupcakes. We got the cupcakes. We got the fucking we have we got, we centerpieces. Got, thanks to IKEA and their cheap ass awesome prices, we yes. spent seventy dollars today and got like ninety percent of the centerpieces. It yeah. was amazing. Thank you, IKEA. Yes. I love you. Yes, yes, we love you, IKEA, and your cheaply manufactured Swedish products. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Akio. I'm really glad you uh, you went ahead and did that. Huh. Mm. Good job. I'm Jay Leno. Hmm. <laughs> thanks, Akio. Hmm. <laughs> so, we did all that bullshit. We're still finalizing the music playlist. Leslie decided, you know what I want for music? Everything from the 80s and 90s. The wedding music website says, please have at least four to five hours. So, she's been doing She was doing it for a few weeks. I wasn't really paying attention. I'm like, just add what you want. I'll go through it later. So then I decided, okay, it's time to go through it. It said that Leslie had picked out 42 hours of music. Okay, people. Fucking almost two days worth of music Leslie picked out. I'm sorry. I really, really like music, and I found, like, a ton of shit that I no. like. When you're at a wedding, you don't want full albums of music. You want to find one or two songs of bands you love, except for Dave Matthews. You want to have maybe three or four. You were like, Madonna, her whole collection. Fucking put it on there. Fucking, I'm like, I'm okay, that's cool. Let's add some Wilson Phillips. Put it on there. And I'm like, really? You only need that one. You only need that one Wilson Phillips song. It's the only song that people know. You don't need all of them. And unfortunately with this website, you can only delete one song at a time. I spent eight hours and I got our music down to 20 hours. We get married in three weeks. We have got to narrow this selection down quickly. <laughs> And way better. You're like, fucking put Frank Sinatra's whole fucking music catalog I on there. I love Frank Sinatra. Yeah, okay, fine. Pick three songs. You oh, don't need so 75 hard. Frank Sinatra songs. You're not even going to be dancing to them. Like, you're not even going to be dancing to them. Find four or five songs, babe. Why did you feel the need to put 45 Frank Sinatra songs? Well, I didn't put that many Frank Sinatra songs. Uh, the wedding site begged to differ. I removed a lot of them. If I had never heard it, it was gone. But I love Frank Sinatra. And for loyal listeners, the intro song is, of course, our very first dance. A little Dean Martin, ain't that a kick in the head? Yes. Uh, and that was all me. Yeah. Yeah, that was all you did me. Did a good job there. I did. A, everybody was like, "Oh, Rob's not classy." I'm classy as fuck, people. <laughs> I am classy. I'm so as fucking fuck. classy. You have no idea the amount of class up my ass. It is fucking classy <laughs> as shit. Uh, can I dance? I can do the box step. We were going to learn dancing, but it turns out there's a lot of little small things that you have to do for a wedding. And learning to dance, not high on the not priority. Not at the top of the list. And don't worry, people coming to our wedding, there's not going to be some retarded flash mob bullshit with everybody dancing to some stupid pop song. There's no Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. I'm sorry, Randall. I'm sorry, Randall. You will not hear that song in the videos that we post from our wedding. It just won't happen. It just won't happen. We are keeping in this shit classy as fuck. <laughs> but Leslie being the awesome woman that she is, she allowed me to design the invites and the RSVPs. Now let me tell you something, people. RSVP, what does it mean? I don't fucking know. What it should mean is, shit, this might be important. They might have put an envelope with a stamp on it. They might have given you a date to respond by. It turns out, I'm sorry, my family is a bunch of lazy fucks. There's some family members listening, and you know what, if you're listening, we probably got your RSVP, and for that, 
we thank you. Yes, thanks. For the other 70 plus fucking family members who are too fucking lazy, don't even bother coming. You've had over a month just to click yes or no and pop it in the mail. Not difficult. You don't even have to write her address No! Leslie took care of all of it. Leslie, how stressed is my family making you with um, the RSVPs? Super, super stressed. How extremely stressed? Because um, you rant to me. I want to get some rant on tape. <laughs> Some I'm digital tape. I'm so stressed out because it's like, it's as if your family tends to think of like, oh, well, it just depends on how much food they get. I'm like, well, one, yeah, it's a big deal for me to figure out how much food it's we get. It's a lot get. of money out of my pocket, people. But two, I once we figure out how many people are coming, we have to rent chairs for everybody. $4 a chair, you fucks. $4. You got 80 kids because you're from the Midwest and you think you're running a farm still. It's 2012. You ain't running no fucking farm. Once we find out how many chairs we need, then we know how many tables we need. Boom. Once we know how many tables we need, we know how many tablecloths and centerpieces we need. That shit costs money, you fucking lazy bastards. We can figure out how much booze we have to buy. Which also costs money because it turns out since Leslie picked the best venue, the best venue came with nothing. <laughs> we have to rent a bartender. I have to get liability insurance. I also have to get liquor insurance. And for those of you out there who don't know about this stuff because you're smart and you rent a venue that has all this, Leslie didn't, $400 just for beer and wine. Just for beer and wine. If we wanted actual liquor, another $500. Sorry, I am not spending $500 so you can mooch off of us and drink liquor that we don't even drink. Suck it. I hope you hear this and you go, no scotch? Fucking no to the RSVP. That would be perfect. That's less work for all of us. <laughs> Leslie doesn't want to say this stuff. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I am drunk. For those of you that do show up, you will be drinking the finest beer in all the land. Not really. It's the beer that we like. Why? Anything left over, we take home because we are purchasing it. Yes. The wine's really good, too. The wine is very tasty. If you show up, you can have a nice Chardonnay or a Merlot. No, there's no not Chardonnay, Chardonnay I, or I was, a Merlot. I was mistaken. You don't know what you're talking about. I do not know wine. I have tried wine. There will wine. be a white blend, a red blend. What's a blend? Like, like, it's it's like, like Chardonnay and Merlot mixed? No. Isn't that how it it's works? It's different types of like red wines. Well, what's the difference? Isn't, isn't a Merlot a red wine? Yes. Isn't a Chardonnay a red wine? No. Oh. Chardonnay's not? No, it's What's white. Chardonnay? Oh, Chardonnay's white. Yeah. yeah. I'm classy as fuck, people. I am classy as fuck. Class in the shit And there will also be a Pinot Grigio. Oh, a Pinot Grigio. And a Pinot Noir. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, those are made from grapes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Am I, am, yeah. Do I know a little bit about wine? I believe they're Did made you, from the fruit that is the grape. Did you see that I Love Lucy episode and that's how you know? Yes, everybody who's drinking wine, my dirty ass size 13 feet, has pressed all the wine. It's been fermenting in our bathtub for three months. Enjoy my dirty feet wine. Good thing we have two bathtubs. One for Boom. the red, one for the white. Boom. Enjoy the dirty feet fucking wine. <laughs> now, I also have to continue bitching about the RSVPs because you are very correct and it's bothersome. Now, we sent out RSR RSVPs out probably about... Um, the, the due date was tonight. The 14th of July. We're getting married on August 3rd. Two and a half, three weeks out. Fucking crazy. We gave him over a month. Yeah. We still have over half of the people invited who have not RSVP'd yet. I wouldn't say it's over half of the people that haven't RSVP'd, but if, 
considering the numbers of the people that have said that are coming, and then the people that haven't RSVP'd, yes. we could potentially double the number of people that are coming. Which doubles the number of money yes. that I have to spend. That, you know, it would be nice to pay off some of our crippling debt. And the fact that <coughs> my beautiful fiancé, bless you, Gazuntite, excuse you, you <laughs> has actually taken up two extra jobs to pay for this wedding. And you lazy fucks can't click yes and put it in the mailbox. Yeah. That's very, very fucking annoying. And I am of the mindset, I am the man that wanted to elope, that wanted the justice of the peace, that wanted to fly out your parents, my parents, do it small. Leslie said no, I abided by her wishes. Uh, because of you lazy fucks, you have made this the most stressful wedding ever. I hope I can enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy marrying you. I cannot wait to marry you. I cannot wait. Leslie is nice enough to take my name. No fucking hyphen. Thank God. I hate hyphenated names. Apologies to any hyphenated names listening out there. It's pretentious. If you're going to hyphenate, just I, merge them. Don't. I really wanted Leslie Hurdy <laughs> and Rob Pews. I think that would have been amazing, personally. I also, when we got our, um, our we, we signed up for the wedding uh, what's it, certificate. The marriage license. The marriage license. Now, I didn't know this, people. I didn't know this. So you're, you fill out the marriage license, and you get to fill out all the, the, the nice information. You know, are you a felon? No, I'm not. Am yeah, you pedophile? Nope, I'm, I'm good. I don't like little girls I'm, or boys. Uh, but then it tells you, please enter in your new married name. So Leslie right away is just Leslie Purdy Hughes. She decided to take her last name as her middle name, and I totally respect that and think it's fucking amazing because Anne, eh, kind of basic. Leslie Purdy Hughes sounds kind of awesome. Yeah. I'm really a big fan of that. Also, I... I love my last name. I enjoy it as well because you are so pretty. Oh my god, never heard that one before. I know, right? I'm like the first man that's ever said <laughs> that to you. Um, but I just, I really didn't want to get rid of my last name. Yes, and I really didn't want to hyphenate him. Uh, and I would have taken her last name, but being Rob Purdy sounded weird. I like Rob Hughes. I don't think it sounds weird. I think it sounds incredibly weird. But I think that considering just today's society, people yes. would probably look down on you if you took my last they're name. They're like, what are you, some kind of Nancy boy? Yeah. And I'm like, well, you they know. They probably she... would. They probably would. they probably call you something way worse than Nancy boy, too. There is something worse than Nancy boy? I have never, ever heard that. However, Leslie fills out her new name, and I see the box. And it took everything in my being not to change my name to Buffington Theodore Headcheese. Knowing that I can spend a fee to legally change my name to that, babe, I'm not gonna lie. You you may be married at some point to Buffington really Theodore Headshees. I'm just saying. I'll just call you Ted. Boom! No, call me Buff. <laughs> no. Call me Buff. No. Yeah, call me Buff. That would no. be amazing. Maybe only during sex then. Maybe. Maybe. Just oh, maybe. Sex. Maybe during certain sex. Just to but have you scream Otherwise, out, I'm just going to call you Ted. Just call me Ted? And then I'll call you Ted the Architect. No, I'm not How I Met Your Mother Ted. I'm not that guy. I am Buffington Theodore Well, Hedgeheed. I'm pretty sure if you rechange your name to that, I'll just call you Ted the Architect. So. All right. We're going to scratch off me changing my name because <laughs> I do not want to be associated with the lamest character on one of the best TV shows of all time. Yes. Touche. Motherfucking touche. <laughs> Your bachelorette party's coming up. Yes, it is. Do you have any idea what's happening for your bachelorette party? I have party? no idea. Are you going out? You said you have all, there's a hotel, your, 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 this is what I know. Your maid of honor is renting a hotel? Yeah, this is what I know. Okay. Libby, my maid of honor, yes. who lives in Seattle, she has rented a hotel. 
So I know that we're staying in a hotel. I know that it starts at 6.30. I know I'm supposed to wear bright colors. Bright colors. And I can wear jeans. And you can wear jeans. Are there going to be dongs in your face? No. No. You heard it here first, folks. No dongs in Leslie face, I, Leslie's face except for mine. When I talked to Libby asked me about the bachelorette party a while back and I was like, you know, I don't really want to have anything to do with the planning because like the wedding planning is stressful so enough. So you don't want the dancing bear to be there. No. Okay. See, you don't get that reference. I guarantee okay. somebody listening will get that reference. Um, so she had asked me about it. I said I didn't really want to have anything to do with the planning. Okay. Just because the wedding is stressful enough to figure out. I don't want to have to plan anything on top of that. Makes total Hence, fucking sense. Hence, also no rehearsal dinner. Yeah, everybody's like, what's your rehearsal dinner? I'm like, I don't want to get dressed up and eat. And, I mean, that's stupid. Like, all I got to do is show up. Shit will happen. Someone's going to get fucked up either way. Yeah. You can plan all you want. Somebody's going to vomit. Somebody's going to fall. <laughs> I'm going to say the wrong name. It's going to be that's horrible. That's what I... Oh, oh, please don't say the wrong name. I Ross. will not pull a Ross. Yeah. Oh, boom. See, you got the <laughs> reference. Bam. Um, I'll be like... I do, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I told Libby that I don't want to play stupid bachelorette games, and I don't want to um, have male strippers. Now, you might have, like, a penis uh, balloon on your head or penis stir straws and penis gummy bears, penis pasta. I can pasta. handle that. Yeah? Yeah. A penis-shaped burger. That might be weird. <laughs> That would be kind of weird. Yeah. I'll take my penis-shaped burger. And chew Medium on rare. <laughs> Please don't chew on any penis burgers. I hopefully won't have to even decide. Now, are you doing this the day before the wedding? No. We're Thank doing God. it the week before. The week before the wedding. So you have your shit all planned out. Yeah. You don't even have to worry about it. I, I don't know. Do I have to worry about it? I have no idea. Let's hope you kind of have to. <laughs> I'm hoping Libby has something in store. I want you to get so hammered that you have a blast, but the next day you're like, oh my God, Libby, why did I drink well, so much? I feel like shit. I had to make my hair appointment for my color cut and practice updo, and Emily was asking me about doing it on the day after. I was like, yeah, I probably should do it that day unless you want me to throw up on you. Yes, so, you don't want any of that. Let's not. Let's not do that day. Oh, I, on the other hand, uh, you know, it's the whole, like, the old school bachelor party. You know the fucking cigars, scotch, and strippers. I'm not really <laughs> into cigars. Uh, I, I, I'm not allowed to drink scotch, uh, as per Leslie's request, uh, for, uh, you know, the, a, good, a very, very, very good reason, if you've been listening to the She's Right, I'm Rob, and the Brandon Radio, and the podcast episodes. Um, uh, let it be known that uh, I can handle my liquor, uh, but I, I, I can I cannot handle my liquor when I am uh, in a serious relationship. That's probably the best way to put that. Does that make sense? Sure. That makes perfect sense. So here I am going, all right, bachelor party. I got uh, CJ, uh, who you may know from BrandonRadio.com, who is not the most outgoing person uh, uh, that, uh, that I know. Uh, my brother, who's my best man, who is the one who's going to be setting it up. Uh, my other best man, Crafto, uh, who uh, I've known since I was like 13, one of my best friends. Uh, and I'm definitely going to be inviting Tony the West, uh, who's a D&D buddy. And they're all like, let's just fucking, let's just fucking play D&D. And I'm like, we fucking played D&D already. What's the difference? And I was like, awesome. If you listen to the last episode, get me an escort. That's the DM. And she's totally new. Tell me to roll some dice. And if I roll wrong, she sets on my face. But they don't want that. I want to go to Vegas. Don't have enough money for that. So I think the idea right now, which I'm going to float towards my bro, my brosif, 
is let's go to a nice steak restaurant. And because my brother is of the type who enjoys the strippers and who knows them by first and last names. Weird. Which is kind of weird. If you knew my brother and myself, you would think that I am the one who would know all the strippers. <laughs> my brother does not come off as a strip club type of guy, but him and his wife. This is true. Him and his wife, they enjoy they the enjoy the they, boobies. Yes, they enjoy the boobies. I am a man who also enjoys boobies. However, I enjoy one pair of boobies uh, because I actually do things to them. I don't enjoy throwing money away on boobs that I can uh, have on my cheek but not do anything with. That seems fucking pointless. The idea, though, is, is to go to a nice fancy restaurant, get a, get, get a nice buzz going, and then um, kind of springing it on the rest of the guys because I know they won't listen to this. Well... I, kind of springing it on, going to a strip club because I have not been since I was 19. I don't know if you've talked to your brother oh. since 4th of July, but I already planted this seed. Good. Good. I already talked to your brother about this. Good. Because... I would, I would like to prematurely ejaculate in my pants uh, <laughs> as a stripper grinds on my crotch. Well, this is not part of the conversation that we had. You didn't say, please make sure my, my future husband uh, comes in his pants? No. Because that would have been kind of awkward. Yeah. Maybe just a bit. Just just to have you a say lot, the word. A lot awkward. Just to have you say the words, come in his pants to my brother. Yeah. That might be kind of awkward. Yeah. And I know Cassie probably listened to this. Cassie, you make sure that Adam takes me to a, a nice, I don't and want Cassie, a dirty strip Cassie club. Cassie was there while okay. I was talking to your yeah. brother about this. I don't want to say that all night, but I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I don't want a big production. I don't want to be like... The guy See, with the shirt that says "groom" on it. I just, I would not mind. I would not mind a barely legal vagina grinding on me for gross. twenty. Minutes. Well, I'm just saying that's you, not me, and that's something special. You didn't have to say the barely, barely legal part. I will bring up why I said that in a little bit, but I'm just saying <laughs> that I would not mind a 19 year old trying to make it in law school grinding up on my crotch, saying, "You like that?" And I'm but like, "Kind of." Here's, here is kind of, in my opinion, your problem with the bachelor or bachelor party. Yeah. Is that you're concerned about everybody else being totally on board with what you're doing? I I am a people pleaser. I know you are. I don't I know want you any are. because here's my deal. I don't want anybody I'm with hating the fact that they came out because that because their energy will directly inflect will directly affect my energy unless of course I am hammered by that point. In which case I'm like fuck off. I got barely legal poon in my face. But my thought I'm is fine. for your bachelor party, yeah. it should be like what I want. A to do. What? Yeah, it's supposed to be about what you want to do. Okay, then I want barely legal vagina <laughs> rubbing up on my face. I possibly want someone like touching my penis through my pants, going, "You're gonna get married. You're gonna get married." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. I kind of like this. And I know I can't do anything, so I'm not really doing anything bad. And I'm paying you, so it's all good. I wouldn't mind that. However, I'm not gonna lie." As of last episode still, I still think it would be fucking hilarious, hilarious to order two escorts to play oh, it's D... it's turned into two escorts well, now. You need a DM, and I need a player character. I gotta have a nude escort playing D&D. I'm telling you, women out there, this is an untapped market. Untapped. Even a LAN party. If I was playing StarCraft 2 with all my friends, and right next to me was this, was this totally hot, naked chick going, I'm gonna fucking Zerg you, I'm Zerg Russian. My boner would be like through the roof, because that's just like, that's so weird. I know that won't happen. I hope I have fun, uh, but I don't want something lame where we just sit around. I honestly, I hope we go to a strip club, just because I have not been in over 10 years. That's, and that's crazy. And I get told that's crazy all the time by people. You don't go to strip clubs? To me, that's just awkward. I don't know how to act. And unfortunately, the people I'm with, uh, except for Crafto, I know Crafto's totally down because he went with that with uh, his brother. Uh, he didn't want to, but he, he had fun. 
that it is weird to them. I also really want, uh, I really, really, really want a pay, uh, a I, I want to actually spend money at my bachelor party to send CJ to the champagne room. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that would not be the best 150 plus Can dollars I've ever spent. Can you please make sure to like videotape his facial expression as I know. soon as we like, find out? I've talked to the bouncer like, listen, I know I'm not supposed to film this. Can I just, I won't even film the female. Can I just film it? Can I just take a picture of his face when I take him back? I just want a picture of his face. That's it. I think that would be hilarious. However, I don't want to be brought up on stage. I don't want a bunch of dudes. That's a, that's a problem. If my brother's going to do this, give me something private. Because I'm already kind of like, uh. But I don't want to be the stuff that you see in movies where like they take you up on stage and you're like, woo. Unless you get me drunk. Really drunk. Well, you'll probably be really drunk by the time you get there. Here's the problem, though. I can drink. We know I have an alcohol problem. <laughs> I like my beers. I can usually handle myself decent. I get obnoxious, but I don't get out of control on beer. In order for me to feel comfortable on stage or anything crazy, I would need some liquor, which means I can't drink beer because I can't mix my liquor and beer because then I just don't feel good. At the same time, none of my friends drink, well, Crafto does. He's a he's an experienced scotch drinker. I won't drink scotch, obviously. Yeah, we know how he's, that... He's the problem. Oh, he's not... I'm just kidding, Crafto's Adam. not the problem. Crafto, I'm just kidding. Crafto is a connoisseur. Uh, I'm just giving him a hard time I because... I know, I know. He is the one that gave you scotch for the reason that you're no longer allowed to drink scotch. Well, it just turns out scotch and Xanax, you know, perfect combination for me, not a perfect combination for Leslie watching me. So, and I get it, and I've been... I, I have not actually drank liquor, my, minus I had a sip of rum and coke the other night but minus that i have not actually drank liquor since that day can you say that it's a true statement i am pretty sure that's true very true so over how long have my brother been married oh my god like four years at least since we've, since we've been dating almost well, since they, the were, they got married like after we started dating but we were still in the saint paul apartment yeah so i mean that's been at least i'm sorry adam and cassie i'm bad with dates i thought my brother was like 23 he's like dude i'm 27 sorry <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you shouldn't be surprised adam and cassie this yeah. is rob you've known him for quite a while i may take after my mother in looks and brains i take after my father in laps of memory and yeah. names <laughs> <laughs> this is true very very true so you know i just hope i have some fun um and and rest uh be rest assured that uh we will be definitely doing a podcast uh, the day or the day after, or not, I mean, the day after or a day or two after the wedding, just to get it out there. Yeah. Because it's going to be Next fun. Next time we'll, you yeah. hear from us, I will probably introduce myself as Leslie Hughes. Which means I have to go and change the iTunes feed. I got to change RSS shit. I got to change the back end. You know what's work it is to do that? A lot. Is it worth it? Yes. I'll just call myself Leslie Purdy no. for the podcast. Then. Call yourself Leslie Purdy Hughes. <laughs> is that how you're going to refer to yourself? Leslie Purdy Hughes or Leslie Hughes? I don't really know. I don't really know yet. Because I think three three names is, three names means you're a serial killer. Almost all serial killers have oh. had three names. Well, then I probably shouldn't. You probably should. Leslie's the next Dexter. You heard it here first. <laughs> She's right. I'm Rob. Episode fucking 24. I'll just have everybody refer to me as my middle name. Just call me by my middle name. Purdy. You wouldn't like that. You get annoyed when people fucking comment on that when we go out. No, I get annoyed when people are like, oh, you're so purdy, huh? And you're like, oh, my God, I am 30. Do you think I haven't been hearing that, like, my entire life? And they're like, really? I thought I was the first person to ever yeah. say that. I thought that you would be And they amazed. do. Like, I know. They, they do. It's ridiculous. They actually think that they're, like, the original creator of, like, this line. Of, like, making fun and poking fun at your name. Yeah. 
It's like Homer. I mean, it's like Homer trying to name Bart. He has all like the comebacks for every name, and he's like Bart. Nothing rhymes with Bart. It's perfect. <laughs> there we go. Nothing rhymes with Bart. I mean, people. Whenever anybody says anything about my last name, it never is like a negative. That is true. They yeah. never call you. Is there anything you can rhyme with your name that's like derogatory? Purdy. Hurdy Gurdy. I like that song. It's a good song. Turdy? Turdy. Haha, <laughs> Leslie Turdy, I bet you have a lot of turds. Anybody that refers to it as turds, just, you, you don't even have to respect their opinion. <laughs> you, you just don't even have to but fucking I do don't, that. But I mean, anybody that makes any type of comment about my name is never like a negative type of comment, so. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. I get huggies. Oh, is that what I'm going to get? Yeah, you might. Oh. Mm-hmm. If you don't say it first, they don't know how to pronounce Hughes. Really? When my but mom Hughes was getting so my common. mom when my mom was in labor with me, and I have no I told this story, and she was in Germany. Uh, on the army base, because I'm an army brat, born in Germany on American soil. Booyah! Uh, she was uh, in massive amounts of pain with my tiny little premature self. Thanks, mom, for smoking. You're awesome. Uh, the nurse referred to her as Ruth Huggies. And that really pissed her off. Because she's already <laughs> in pain for the fact that I'm trying to burst through from her vagina, and here's this weird nurse calling her Huggies. Oh, so you might get that. Was was she like German though, and didn't realize. Well, I was born on a, I was born on on, on an army base, so well, I'm assuming she wouldn't be German. Okay. That's just an assumption. This is this the reason. Remember, why they I... don't tell me many stories until we have a kid. I only get parts. I will never know the full truth. The fact that my parents are probably hitmen <laughs> for the army. The Unless reason you why pop I asked though a, uh, is that Tiny like Rob. Hughes is such a popular name is in it? the states. Yeah. Is it? How many yeah. Hughes do you know? I know Chuck Hughes, the awesome. Uh, the 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 awesome chef. I know Robert Hughes, the awesome art critic. Uh, critic. Uh, what other famous Hugheses come to mind? Uh, I don't have my iPhone with me. Oh, so you need, so you I can't need your really technology. So you don't yeah. really know though. You just you just no. But I mean, basic. I don't like think of it as like a different name. Do you know any famous people named Hughes, like uh, actors or actresses? Mm, I do. Okay. No, I don't. Wait. <laughs> Maybe it, no, I don't. That's no. I'm pretty sure there are some. I'm pretty sure that Hughes is a fairly common last name. Well, don't be breaking my fucking reality right here. I always thought I had like a really like fancy name, and now you're saying really? that like everybody has it. You thought it was really fancy? Well, not fancy. You thought it was very pinkies out? If anybody knows me, I am classy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Classy up the ass. I, I got so much class on my ass, I don't know what to fucking do with it. So we've been planning the wedding. Lots of shit's been going on. Leslie's been a fucking saint with me uh, while I am been doped up in my pharmaceuticals uh, so I can deal with the my panic attacks. Uh, every morning I wake up and I'm like, did you think of this? And you're like, yes, yes, I thought of that. Yes, please note that myself and thankfully, my one of my bridesmaids, Tess. Tess, you're amazing. Tess, you are so awesome. Yeah, Tess we is a fucking. We have taken care of. Tess like is a an angel. Yes. Yes. We've taken care of a shit ton of details. Yes, very lots of details. Um, and help. just, I just have to say, if it wasn't for Tess, we fucked. I probably would have like pulled We'd have been my hair out like right a, now. And we'd get married in like a BFW. Yeah. Yeah. A sizzler. I, she asks me Honda questions Rosa. that like make sense for her to ask me, but Maybe I never would have buffet. thought about them. No, no. Like we met with the, we met with the the officiant, and she's like, "Have you gotten your wedding license?" And we're like, "We have to get that." Oh shit. Well, I knew we had to get it, but I didn't think we had to get it like so far in advance. Yeah. 
We got it though. We have the piece of paper, so we are yep. ready for some some witnesses. Sitting right here on my desk. And some signatures, and we cannot wait. Now, on top of now, here's my problem. Leslie's amazing. She has her own stresses. Like I said, she has two extra jobs. Uh, she's planning a wedding. She has to deal with my neurotic ass. Uh, I unfortunately the wedding date um, August third. And for those of you that would like to donate to our wedding fund, you can donate at BrendanRadio.com. There's a button at the top that says donations are awesome. It's PayPal. Feel free to throw us a couple bucks. Um, and it would be amazing. If not, hey, it's cool. We, we provide this as a free service, but it would not be bad if you like us. Throw us you know, a wedding present because we did not register. Because we don't need anything. It was a pain to be like, well, I think I might want this. And, you know, I really would like money so I can pay off our debt. That's my whole deal. It's very romantic. <laughs> Let's bring our minimums down a bit so we, we can actually enjoy uh, life. Maybe if we get enough money, we can like get some of our debt down enough where we can also take a honeymoon That's the vacation. idea. Uh, we're thinking of just going to Duluth, you know, two hours oh north. God. We're not really doing we're that, We're going to the we? shore. Maybe the Boundary Waters. I mean, it's nice up I'm there, but not a honeymoon no, not type a honeymoon. of... Okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God. Let's go to Maplewood, for those of you in Maple Minnesota. <laughs> Let's go to a really ghetto city. That's very true, Maplewood. You are very, very fucking ghetto. Apologi uh, apologies to people who live in Maplewood. So Leslie's been a saint uh, and has been um, has been has been uh, planning all of this stuff. Um, meanwhile, uh, I'm the type of person that stresses out about everything. Uh, and usually, what I stress out about is the fact that I, I think of the worst case scenario uh, and the ways I can deal with it. Never the best case because that's just not how my brain is wired. But our wedding date is August 3rd. It's in a few weeks. Um, and for me, as a, in my work life, uh, I, I had, uh, which I'll talk about in a minute here, I just had a giant work conference uh, out in New Orleans. Um, I have a, a, a very stressful uh, week starting on Monday. And then the Monday prior to the wedding is another very, very stressful week uh, when it comes to my work life. Uh, so not only have I been stressing out um, about the wedding and the planning and the RCPs and is everybody going to be happy in my bachelor party. I also have this constant, constant, constant uh, feeling in my head um, about about uh, all this work stuff. So unfortunately for Leslie, she's had to deal with me freaking out about the wedding, but also freaking about everything else. Now I uh, this is Saturday, uh, the 14th of July. Uh, I've been gone for an entire week, uh, thanks to work. Uh, and thanks to the awesome people I work with, uh, I was able to go to New Orleans for a week. Uh, New Orleans. Uh, and, uh, New Orleans. Um, and it's for work, so, you know, there is time for fun, time for play, but I'm there for work. I was there with my boss. Uh, I had to be professional as fuck. Uh, for those of you that follow me on Facebook and Twitter, you just got to see all of my tweets, uh, which I have been tweeting a lot lately, uh, mostly because I've been told by many people. That Twitter's the way of the future. Uh, You're a tweeting machine. I'm a tweetaholic. Uh, just kidding. Uh, but if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at buff underscore head cheese. Uh, and uh, feel free to follow me and uh, you'll get some awesome tweets. So I bet I just got back last night around midnight. I was in Nolens. Nolens. Now, I told you about this. Uh, I went to Vegas last year. We talked about that. This year I was in New Orleans. Were you concerned about me uh, being by myself or without you uh, in New Orleans? No. Why is that? I I don't know. I just wasn't. Because you trust me? That was the answer I was looking for? Yeah. 
because I am a very... I don't I'm, even have to think of, like, that I would trust you or not. I just... Because uh, you don't have to worry I about it. I don't worry about it. But that's not the, uh, because I'm a wet blanket uh, or because I would lock myself no. in my hotel room. It's because, you know, I love you. Uh, and while I may act this way on the podcast, uh, and like CJ said many times, this is all just an alter ego, because it would be very boring to listen to me being a very nice, understanding, uh, <laughs> loving person. Uh, you always need that asshole who starts shit, uh, on the, whether it be on the radio, TV, movies, etc. So I was in uh, New Orleans. You were not worried. No, I was not worried. Are you going to be worried next year when I go to Vegas with a wedding ring on my finger? Because like I said earlier... Chicks dig the wedding ring. Am I no. gonna be that guy that's like, I'm taking it off and I'm putting it in my pocket? I don't know. Why are you asking these questions? Are you asking these questions because you're thinking about being that way? No, not at all. Well then, shut up. No, not at all. I'm not gonna. You know I me. Mean, you've seen my tan lines. Even if I take it off, I'll have a tan line of a of a thing. And well, why are you taking it off? Maybe my fingers get swollen because of all the liquor and the heat. Maybe it hurts. Oh my god. I do this because. I love you because I love you. So I was out in New Orleans for a week. Um, started off uh, pretty pretty fun. Uh, my my partner Brittany and I. Uh, big shout out to B Dubs from the forums. She is the best work partner a man, woman, or animal could ask for. She is she is my surrogate Leslie, not in a sexual way, in a very you are neurotic as fuck. I'm going to make sure that you are not neurotic when I'm with you, which is perfect for me. Yes. Because And for me. Yes. So you need to thank Brittany for being fucking Thanks, amazing. Good job. Brittany, you are great. Uh, Mike is a very, very, very lucky man to have you. So we got to fly out. We had a layover in Chicago on Mr. Flight. Got to New Orleans about 1230. Uh, thanks to our awesome travel uh, person. They fucked it up. I almost didn't get into my room. It was very uh, panicky. I'm like, oh, great. What am I going to do out here? Uh, thankfully, uh, my D&D buddy Tony, who, like I said earlier, will be my bachelor party, uh, I woke him up. Because Tony is a very, he's a very proper gentleman. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to sleep. I'm in New Orleans. There is that is, what a proper gentleman yes, it does, is, is they, they go to sleep? They go to sleep. <laughs> they have their nightcap, and then they go to sleep. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, there's a fucking casino right across the street. So we get in there, we put our shit down. First thing we do is hit up the casino. Uh, Brittany and I like point us to the bar. Uh, big shout out to New Orleans and their Abita beer. Uh, for those of you that ever had Abita beer, very tasty, quite like Fat Tire from New Belgium. Um, so I was drinking those non fucking stop all week. It was amazing. We went to the conference. It was a standard. If you've ever been to a work conference with vendors and and, and meetings, you know what it is. Every hour, new meeting, taking notes, being a good worker. Uh, and I was always a professional person. My ass was down there at 7, I stayed until 5.30, did all the stuff. Second night, we decided to go out to Bourbon Street. The famous Bourbon Street. which French you might ha- Which you might have seen on things, bring it up later, as the real world possibly road rules yeah. on MTV. You know it, beads, Mardi Gras, all that stuff. It was not Mardi Gras, unfortunately. I did not get to see lots of boobies. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed there weren't titties uh, uh, on the second on the second uh, on the second floors and stuff, uh, but we all went down to New Orleans. Now, I try to keep my personal and work life very separate. Uh, that's just what I do, uh, and this was the, really the first time I got to hang out with my boss. Uh, and you know what? The dude is amazing. Uh, I had a blast with him. It was he, it was super fun. 
Uh, he totally, uh, uh, he, he paid for everything. He hung out with us. It was fucking great. So we go down to Bourbon Street uh, after the awesome client appreciation expo show where I drank probably nine or ten of these badass fat tire tasting beers. I was quite hammered. And I got to go down to Bourbon Street. Now, if you've never been, it's probably really the only thing that's worth going down for. I'm not going to lie. I was not a huge fan of New Orleans, especially in July. 99% humidity, uh, ass sweats, back sweats. Swass. Uh, yeah, lots of swass. Uh, it, it was not very fun. But Bourbon Street was great. We got to go down, got to drink. Uh, and unfortunately, because of the wedding, I have started smoking again prior to the wedding. Uh, only because, and I apologize, mother. Uh, I quit for four years. But the wedding, um, the wedding really uh, has been stressing me out, and uh, I will be quitting the day after because it turns out I can totally go without it. But it totally does help. So the nice thing about New Orleans, you can smoke at bars. Fucking amazing, because they're all outside and they're all the doors are all open. So we go into this bar, uh, the first bar we went into, and we order our drinks and uh, we're having a good time taking pictures. Uh, and then uh, I noticed that my my compadre Brittany uh, is being uh, accosted slash hit on by like these 70 plus year old men. So what did I do, babe? I was a perfect gentleman and I Batman that shit. <laughs> I swooped I up like from the- I like how you're like describing oh, as I Batman I it. Batman that shit. In fact, that might actually be the uh, the title of the episode. Um, I swooped up, uh, I swooped up from nowhere and I put my arm around, uh, arm around my compadre and I was just like, hey hon, What's going on? And these men saw me, and apparently I might have looked scary in the smoke-induced uh, haze of the dark bar. And the first thing they did was, Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry, man. I wasn't trying to hit on your lady. And I'm like, well, that's good, because you might have a problem. And it fe I felt like a badass. Good job, Because babe. you and I don't go to bars. No. I never really have to stop men from hitting on you. No. Because when men hit on you, you're not with me, because I don't go to bars. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I drink at home. It's way cheaper. So I... I swooped up like fucking Batman, put my arm around her, and totally fucking saved her from these skeezy ass, and who I found out later, millionaire men. And obviously, millionaires think they can get any young, hot blonde. Uh, Brittany uh, and Mike, I apologize if Brittany, if Mike told you, hey, when you're out in New Orleans, find a millionaire, uh, decent proposal him, uh, but instead of having sex, kill him and take his money. I apologize if I screwed up your plans. Uh, I, I, I decided to be a very nice gentleman and swoop the fuck in. So I saved her from the creepers. That's right. She's right. I'm Rob's own Rob Hughes Batman that shit. I Batman that shit like a man. After that, we decided to keep walking through the streets. It was fun. I got to saw this, uh, I got to see this really hot, uh, this really hot African-American chick in a thong calling me baby. And I was like, yeah, I'm getting hit on. Nah, no, she was from a strip club. Uh, so I was kind of disappointed, but we we kept drinking. We drank from 5 p.m. until about 2 to 3 a.m. Uh, non-stop because we're troopers. We are professional as fuck. Uh, it was fucking amazing. So we finished that day off. It was awesome. We got super hammered. Uh, and just because we are professional as fuck, we're back up in the morning in the hotel ready for all of the meetings and everything else at 7 a.m. Brittany, you are a goddamn trooper, and I could not have done it without you. So the rest of the time was fun. We got to go, we got to go to a client appreciation party. The same stuff. Hey, thanks for spending lots of money on our product. Uh, here's some free Budweisers. 
uh, I had I, I drank uh, about 12 or 13 Budweiser's and it turns out I don't really get drunk off of those however I got to meet a very interesting person Leslie yes very very interesting uh, I was outside uh, we're in Mardi Gras world it's where they, they build and they keep all the floats got lots of pictures with like the alien and predator and Batman and Captain America's shield all these crazy floats and I see that when we walk into the we walk into the soiree uh, a giant Yoda so I'm like, I'm gonna have a cigarette and I'm gonna tweet this. I'm gonna get it on the Twitter sphere. Uh, and I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm tweeting like, drunk as fuck with Yoda. And as I'm doing this, I must have been maybe kind of buzzed because I must have been holding it up enough where people could walk by and see. Because this lady like kind of came up behind me and was just like, oh, you like Star Wars? And I was like, I love, oh, I'm drunk. I love Star Wars, yeah. I love oh. Star Wars. Well, hey, my name is uh, <laughs> Helen, I believe it's Helen Kyer. Uh, she's on my Twitter account. She wrote, uh, she's edited. It turns out she works for LucasArts, uh, Lucasfilm Division or whatever. She writes and edits Star Wars books. Uh, the new, if you've read the New Jedi Order, she's edited all of them. Uh, I believe she said she edited all of them. She wrote the, compan the, the, the compendium for alien species. So I nerded out for an hour at this thing with this lady, her fiancés and the five, uh, the 501 Stormtrooper Division, and they've been on TV and do all kinds of stuff. If you've ever been to Celebration, you probably saw her fiancé uh, in straight-up fucking uh, Stormtrooper gear. I uh, had a lot of fun nerding out. It was probably, I'm not going to lie, the most engaged I was at the entire conference. Mostly because I'm talking about something I love. And I got tons of text messages about it. I was so excited. She's just like, and we talked for like an hour about all kinds of Star Wars stuff, and she was like... <coughs> I'm like, oh, excuse me. oh my god, I'm dying. <laughs> Stop dying. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Drink more beer. <sighs> Crisp, cool, summit, extra pale ale. <laughs> so she, we're talking and she's like, I never would have thought that I'm, you know, I would be here and I'm learning about all this new technology and I'd run into a Star Wars fan. And, my, and then I told her, I'm like, I'm like, lady, you're in a convention filled with computer geeks. I can't believe that I'm the first person that I've talked to you yeah. about Star Wars. Because one of the sessions I went to was talking about mobile technology, um, the synergy, the pedagogy, buzzwords, cloud-based. Uh, but the guy merged Star Wars with it, and it was one of the best things I ever saw. He was talking about Ewoks, and he was amazing. And later on, uh, both Tony and Brittany said, that's you. Like, his mannerisms, the way he spoke, the way he controlled a crowd, and I'm like... I can't control the crowd. I'd be up there with my voice shake, and they're like, well, after a few beers, you would be fucking fine. So I got to talk to this lady. It was amazing. We got to go to an after party, which sucked. Then my boss and Brittany and I, we all went to uh, we all went to a casino, had a bunch of fun. And then it was time to get up for the flight back. Now, let me tell you people, I don't do transfers. I'll spend the extra 70 bucks to uh, do a direct flight. Uh, my work, on the other hand, likes to save 70 bucks. So we had a transfer. We had to be at the airport on the airplane by 9.30. We were supposed to transfer in Houston by, I believe it was 10 or 11 o'clock. And then we were supposed to be back in Minnesota from Houston by about 3.30. So after a night of drinking nonstop, uh, having a really bad hangover, we're all at the airport. We get in the airplane about 8.30, 8.45. Thanks to Houston, and uh, I hope everybody out in Houston is okay and the, the extreme flooding that's been happening. I had to sit... Uh, on a shitty air, we don't get first class. We're in coach, three seats, economy style. I had to sit on an airplane from 8:30 a.m. until 2:55 p.m. Yeah. Now I don't know if people out there have ever uh, have ever experienced this. Let me tell you, uh, it's not fun, especially when the shitty terminal you're in 
has no really has no restaurants, no Starbucks. There's no McDonald's to get a fucking thing. No chicken nuggets. Nothing. Nothing. There's no the the, the one bar they had was ridiculously overpriced, uh, and so I sat there with a hangover, with two hours of sleep. Let me just tell you, people. Let me pull up. Let me tell you. Let me let me pull a Hawkin. Let me tell you. Not fun. Don't recommend <laughs> it. Don't recommend it. So I essentially was on airplanes and in airports from about 7.30 a.m. until about 11.30 p.m. last night. Yeah. For two flights. Um, never again. Never fucking again. I will put my next flight on my own goddamn credit card to make sure that I never have to home alone that shit ever again. <laughs> you don't know fear until you are running through an airport trying to catch your flight and then realizing that they delayed your flight and that you probably could have went to the bar a mile back in the airport was not fun but i got home last night it was amazing leslie was the fucking queen the house was clean i had a pack of fresh cigarettes and i also had this six pack of oaked arrogant bastard ale which in minnesota is about 20 bucks for a six pack yep and guess what totally worth it if you're listening to this i'm totally drunk off it and i totally <laughs> enjoy it and next year we're out in vegas again baby Woo! but i'm bomb. vegas I'm bummed because we were going to do my bachelor party, kind of, quote-unquote, fake one, or, uh, you know, I want to be one out in New Orleans. But some of the people I was with were just what wasn't having it, so I'm like, okay, let's just relax. Uh, and in Vegas, I will uh, fortunately be married to a wonderful lady. Uh, and at the same time, we'll also be fortunately married to a lovely lady. Aww. Aww. So we'll see what fucking happens out there. Now, because this isn't all about weddings and some people don't want stuff, you want some new pop culture shit. We're going to go ahead and talk a little bit, just a little bit, just because we need to, because we got to keep up on the now, because I know CJ is fucking lame sometimes when it comes to new movies. We're going to talk a little bit about a movie called The Amazing Spider-Man. Now, Leslie and I, uh, she was kind of a nerd uh, before I met her, kind of more the mainstream nerd. You know, she's kind of saw these flicks, but uh, I think I would like to think that I helped... Uh, Get her into more yes, of these things, correct? I would say you definitely did. Yeah, you know a lot more about the quote-unquote nerd properties out there than you did before. We yes. Met. Yeah. So they rebooted the they rebooted Spider-Man like five or six years after Spider-Man three. Thank God. Uh, now, okay, there we go. Perfect segue into the conversation. The first three Spider-Mans. Uh, fan, not a fan. Don't care. Never saw them. What's your take? I saw them. They were okay. I did not like. What was the guy? Toby. Toby McGuire. Not a fan of Toby. No. At all. No. Just not a fan. I just, meh. I'm with you. Meh. I thought Toby was a bad choice. I thought he, while he might have pulled off the nerdy Peter Parker role, uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I can see why they picked him, yes. but I'm, yeah, I just wasn't entertained. And this is coming from a person who does, who still thinks that Spider-Man 2 is one of the greatest comic movies of all time, but that's not because of Toby. It's never because of Toby. Alfred Molina fucking rocked that shit as Dr. Octopus. That's why I liked that movie. It wasn't because of Toby. Toby always did serviceable uh, things. And I hate her. I hate Kirsten Dunst. Never. I liked her in a fucking interview with a vampire. Not really a fan. Yeah. After the third one, uh, and we got like the shoehorn, the, you know, venom thrown in. Sam Raimi didn't want to do it. We got the really boring Sandman. Uh, it was just kind of a hodgepodge of like ideas that you could tell the director wasn't really about, but did it for the studio, made a lot of money. Uh, the only saving grace for me in Spider-Man 3 was Topher Grace uh, as Eddie Brock. And when you watch Topher acting, he's in it for like, you know, maybe 20 minutes. 
I'm watching that going, he should have been Peter Parker. Yeah, I like I can him. See that. Yeah, I really like him as a fucking actor and as like uh, his personality. So they decided to reboot it because you know Hollywood, out of fresh ideas. Let's reboot, remake, redo uh, all these properties, even if they're only five years old. We had the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Andrew Garfield. You might have seen him in the Social Network yeah. uh, as the second part to Jesse, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Eisen, Eisenberg, Eisenhower. <laughs> I'm fucking drunk. Uh, as Mark Zuckerberg's uh, uh, compadre, uh, the other guy who fucking made Facebook. So he was in that, and they and they announced that he's gonna be the next Spider-Man. And like you know, for the last like two years, bits and pieces have been coming out. Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy. I love Stacey. Emma Stone, by the way. I have a huge boner for Emma Stone. Uh, I actually liked Easy A. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, and and she's she can act. She's funny. She's yeah. hot. Uh, and I actually like her as uh, an actress. Yeah, uh, I in do all too. her interviews, she's very personable. Can really do you know she can she she has lots of good interactions with people, and she does a lot of different types of roles. Yeah. Uh, she's also my favorite part of the House Bunny. The only reason I saw that is because uh, Anna Faris. Uh, I mean, it was, it was like the the, the post fucked up looking Anna Faris when she like injected Put her all face. The collagen in yeah, her and she's like, wait, you used to be kind of hot and scary movie. What'd you do to your face? But she was in that dressed kind of like a, a slut. So I was like, I gotta see this. And my favorite part of that movie was Emma Stone. Uh, so she's cast as Gwen Stacy, uh, Rise Iffins, uh, which who I loved, and I probably butchered his name. If you've never seen the movie Twin Town, uh, it's an older movie from the mid '90s. You have got to go see Twin Town. Uh, it's fucking amazing. And and unfortunately, a lot of people I've talked to have never even heard of it nor have seen it. Uh, here's a recommendation for you right now: go hunt out the movie Twin Town. A uh, nice little black comedy, pretty fucking funny. He's playing Dr. Kirk Connors, uh, who they teased, and that's what bothered me in all three Spider-Mans. Kirk Connors, the lizard, he's in all three of the first Spider-Mans, and they never did anything with it. And you know that Dylan Baker was just pissed off. He's like, I'm in it. You know, Sam Raimi's going to call me up. I'm going to be fucking the lizard. So I was really, really psyched about the lizard. Then started some, then some of the art came out, and I'm like, he looks like a Goomba from Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the suit looks like a basketball. Uh, they're rebooting the origin. I mean, who doesn't know the origin of Spider-Man? It's like popular consciousness. Like, it's it's like Superman. You, even if you're not into it, you yeah. know who the fuck he is. You yeah. know the basic story. So we saw Spider-Man uh, in 3D because uh, if you've listened to these episodes, you know I'm a huge fan of shot in 3D flicks. Uh, what are your first thoughts on Spider-Man before we get really into it a little bit? I I liked it. I mean, I really liked who they picked for the cast. So I think that was like a big thing did, for me. Did you buy the love story between Peter Parker yeah. and Gwen Stacy? So you bought that. Did you buy it better than Toby and Kirsten? Yes. Okay. Um, were you a fan of the, the bad guy, the lizard? Did you yeah. like you like that whole yep. tortured genius? Well, felt I liked, bad and I like that that it was almost like he became this almost like split personality where he's like fighting it with himself, but like to be good or evil, pretty Boom. much. Yeah. Nice take on this. Did you see that, people? I didn't even coerce her into that. <laughs> my lady knows how to dissect a movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you weren't really bored? No. You enjoyed it. I Well, you know, I was a little bit bored, I would say, probably early to like the first act early to mid because it seemed like it was really drawn out it for a while. It was an hour before we saw Spider-Man. Yeah, if like there was there was a point where I was like, oh my gosh, they really need to start like moving on. And that was my greatest problem with it is that they kept telling us for like a year, this is the untold story. 
We're gonna fucking change his fucking origin a bit. If you've ever if you've ever read the comics, then the newer comics, you've already pretty much read the story. But this is not Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, which means you were treated to an hour of just like really. Here's yeah. my deal. They could have cut all that out and just cut right to Uncle Ben's death, like and that stuff. It would have been fine. I wouldn't I, have really missed much. I did like though how they went through. Excuse me, and they went through this whole part of like his parents leaving, not knowing what's going on with that, and seeing the connection between him and his aunt and uncle. I really like Sally Field, and I like Martin Sheen. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Martin Sheen is no Cliff Robertson. I really liked the first Uncle Ben. I was, I'm a big fan of Cliff Robertson, uh, but Martin Sheen really does put in a good turn. The, my problem with it is now is with the origin, is that it's hinted at heavily. Obviously, if you watch it, you could not have missed it. That Peter's dad pretty much fucked with Peter as a kid and kind of like either injected him or submitted him to the super spider serum. And that's why he reacted the way he did when the spider bit him. Unlike Sam Raimi's, where there's nothing about that, the spider bit him, I had these powers, I had these shooters. I, and I was, and I know this is decisive, a lot of nerd fans. I really like the fact that he built his own web shooters. I like that a lot better than it coming just out of his wrist. I like the fact that it shows that Peter Parker is a scientific genius. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And I have to say, Gwen Stacy, goddamn. Thank you, Mark Webb, for putting Emma Stone in skirts and knee-high socks the entire movie. Leslie, take <laughs> note. Knee-high socks with the skirt. Instant boner. They probably wouldn't be on for too long. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. I love me. I love me that two inches of skin. That's all you see, like two inches of skin. Way hotter than any mini skirt you could possibly get. Way hotter. Cause it's like, huh, only two inches. I wonder what the rest of your skin looks like. I wonder what the rest of your anyway. skin looks like. So I really dug it. Uh, I thought the 3D was decent. I thought they could have done more with it. Yeah. I really enjoyed the first person shots. But that was really cool. I wish there was more. It felt like, remember that game you bought me? Like two or three years ago, that Mirror's Edge game, that first person with the yeah. parkour. Yeah. I now want a Spider-Man game like that. That was awesome. The one kind of downfall, like I said, the origin, kind of drawn out, didn't really add. Unfortunately, it, like, it felt like a lot of stuff was cut from this movie. That really like that, like you saw it in the trailers and you know all the trailers leading up to it that they kind of cut out, and it was just like, all right. One thing about the Spider-Man though, he was wisecracking. He was yeah. doing his stuff. I did like, um, and you saw it in the trailers, and I almost wished you hadn't seen it in the trailers. So the knife you, scene? Yeah. The knife scene? Yeah. Yeah. My only weakness, small knife. Yeah, I'm with oh, you. Oh, you found my weakness. Yep. Knives. Yep. Oh, my God. And Andrew Garfield really pulled it off. So I know a lot of people were hating on it, and I get it. Uh, is it a bit too early for Spider-Man? Yes, but here's my deal. I've, I, as Ever since I was a kid, I've loved Spider-Man. I, I, I just want more. I want more, and it, there's lots of hints that we're going to see. We're, we're in a trilogy. Oh, I have to say that when I saw the like the other Spider-Man movies, I was never like, I'm interested in seeing another one. Yeah. This one, I am interested in seeing another one. Do you find Andrew Garfield very attractive and hot? 
He is cute. He is, he's a cute man. He is. His butt is popping in that Spider-Man <laughs> it's outfit. It's popping. It's popping. He's got... <laughs> What's poppin'? I mean, I wouldn't be as excited to see another one as I would be as excited to see Magic Mike, but... Yes, but it's close. If Channing Tatum was Spider-Man, would that be better? No. Matthew McConaughey yes. Spider-Man. Do we need a Matthew McConaughey Spider-Man? Well, no, that doesn't make sense. Do we need, like, all right, all right, all right, as all he, like, right, web right, as he web swings right. through New York City? And then he'd be like, love those redheads. That would be an amazing line <laughs> in Leslie's fan cast Spider-Man re-reboot. <clears throat> Matthew McConaughey as like a 45-year-old Spider-Man <laughs> hitting on an 18-year-old redhead. Bring that shit on. I'm sorry. I really like Matthew McConaughey. You don't have to be I sorry. Love him. You don't have to be sorry. He is a cool dude. He is. He's a very, very cool dude. So, Leslie, on a scale of tampons, what would you give the amazing Spider-Man? I would give it one tampon. I'm going to go ahead and have to give it 1.5 tampons. We will run it down to one tampon. We give one tampon to Spider-Man. If you have it, if you like Spider-Man and, you know, you really want to see it, I'd recommend seeing it in the theater. It was, I mean, it's a spectacle. Yeah. I mean, they kind of held back, but it is, it plays really well I, on the big screen. I do have to say, considering that they filmed it in 3D, they yeah. definitely could have done a lot more with it. Yes, it was no Prometheus in 3D. No. But it was still, it was still shot well. You could totally see it not 3D. That's the only problem. That's why I gave it 0.5, because I'm a huge fan of 3D. But still, one tampon for The Amazing Spider-Man. Check this shit out if, you've, if you're on the fence. We totally, totally... I'd give the other Spider-Man movies three tampons. As a whole? Yeah. You, you really don't, you, like, they're all blending together. You don't have like, a yeah. favorite one. Yes, correct. I'd give Spider-Man 1, 2.5. Spider-Man 2... 1.5 and Spider-Man 3 probably 3 with a collective total of a pad <laughs> <laughs> I'd give Sam Raimi's what original Spider-Man trilogy a pad with wings <laughs> <laughs> with wings I'd give them depends now we haven't just been seeing fucking quote unquote new releases in the theater by the way Prometheus if you want to hear my thought on that check out the last episode of Braindead Radio which you can find on BraindeadRadio.com uh, we've been toying with the idea of totally canceling our cable only for the fact that Comcast charges us an arm and a leg for a thousand channels we don't watch correct? as I'm sure yes everybody as else I'm sure like everybody, everybody else, else is like yes it's ridiculously expensive give, to... yeah give us our a la carte cable and I'd be a fan for life so I was uh, at work I've been watching uh, well I've been doing some menial uh, tasks I've been watching Hulu watching Little House Kitchen stuff and I was doing some searches and I noticed on Hulu well on Hulu Plus that is you have to pay for it Hulu Plus they had episodes of The Real World and Road Rules. I told Leslie that. She was like, get your fucking credit card out. <laughs> subscribe right the fuck now. Yes. And pretty much like, uh, quote for quote. Yeah. Uh, word for word. I was word, like, oh statement. my god, get it! Mm-hmm. Get it, get it! So I ponied up and Leslie, Leslie and I watched three seasons of Real World and then a season of Road Rules. Now, I know on Brendan Radio, CJ and I kind of talked about it, but uh, unfortunately for CJ, Leslie uh, and I really connect quite deeply with the original seasons of Real World and Road Rules, and we got to relive all those great times with Dominic and Puck and Rachel and Rachel and, and Kit Mark. and Mark. 
so we went through. Uh, and now, Leslie, I don't know about you, but as a uh, impressionable teen, uh, I watched the first couple seasons of Real World uh, and Road Rules, and I thought to myself, I cannot wait to be of age and be like these people. Yes. Well, you can't wait to be of age and be like these people. And you're also like, I can't wait till I'm old enough to like audition to be on one of these shows. And unfortunately for us and MTV and the nation and the shitty generation that came after us, they pretty much ruined that dream. Yes. <laughs> because while the first few seasons of both World Rules and Real World kind of actually picked real people yeah. and not like... Total chicks, total honks. They picked people. You know, they dealt with topics of AIDS, uh, gayness. Is that a word, gayness? Is that that's right? Homosexuality. Homosexuality. That's what I'm looking for. I'm drunk, people. Uh, they dealt with with with, with uh, other things. Politics. Politics. Lyme disease. For those of you that saw the Seattle, <laughs> the slap hurled, the slap heard around the world. Uh, racism, as some people. like actual racism. Yes. And you, you felt like these people were actually real. Cut to, they had to get jobs. Yeah, cut to modern day real world where it's just like, woo, I love fucking Jaeger bombs. I'm going to get nude in the hot tub and fuck all my guy friends. And then I'm going to fuck all these girls. I'm going to kiss girls and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, there might have been some of that, but it wasn't focused around that. So we've had a lot of fun going through the older episodes. Yeah. Here's what I've learned. I don't know about you. You can chime in. I have learned that while I kind of held these people up as like, I can't wait to be these people. Being a 30, th almost 31 year old man, I'm watching this going, I honestly hate every person on these shows. While they may not be completely plastic and fake, I'm still like, oh my God, you guys. Half of you are the most annoying people on the planet. And if I was stuck with you in a house for six months, I'm sure I'd pull a puck and be blowing snot rockets all over your peanut butter. <laughs> I probably would do that. I'm not sure. Did you have that same? I did not have that reaction. You still wanted to date Judd. Judd. No, I didn't want to date Mohammed. Judd. Mohammed. Pedro. No, I didn't want to date any of them. Mark. Mark's pretty cute. Oh, Mark. I like Mark. Eric Nice from The Grind. No. It's Eric Nice at The Grind. Look <laughs> at my pecs. Boom, 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 boom. I think part of the... Part of the quote-unquote problem is that you and I are viewing these at age 30, where these people that were on it were like 22. Yes. So, I mean, I think that's, that's I, part I mean, of the problem. Yeah, I look back at myself at 22 and I want to slap my shit. Yeah. I want to slap my shit yeah. hard. Like, stop being a pussy. Stop crying about girls breaking up with you and get out there and fucking play the scene, Rob, of 22 years old. Get I out there and be a fucking pimp. I think that's why you're probably viewing it that way. But what I love about watching these shows is being like, holy shit, the, the 90s. 90s. The 90s are in the full 90s. effect. Doc Martens, cassette, cassette tapes. tapes. Cassette tapes are great. Plaid. phones. Plaid, 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 Pay plaid. phones. Mm-hmm. No cell phones. Phones with cords. Yep. The fact that they had call waiting and they're like, get off the phone. I got calls coming in. Laptops that were like five inches thick. Yes. Awesome computers where you had to push the turbo button in to get that extra megahertz just so you could <laughs> use your fucking word processor program. Lots of fun. If you had to pick your favorite season of Real World, what would that be? Uh, you know, that's really tough because I haven't seen... You and I went through, um, I think, seasons two and three. Two and three. Yes. And I haven't seen a lot of like. The problem is, is that they don't have any. They have seasons one, two, and three, 
And four. And four. And then they go jump to like 23 or something like that. Which, so they skip over Seattle and Hawaii because Ayana yeah. and Ruthie. I had totally a thing. And, they were, and that was when they, that was like the cusp of like, okay, now we're getting kind of ridiculous. But, yeah. And I look back at it now. I remember back, I remember when I watched uh, the Hawaii episode with Ayana, the, the hot blonde with the big, the big breasts. I'm just going, oh my God, what I would do to get with that chick. Oh my God. <laughs> But I've seen clips, and I'm like, oh, my God, she is the most annoying woman in existence, the most needy person ever. Ruthie's an alcoholic. Tech yeah. is sitting there being crazy, just like, woo, I'm an African-American with blonde hair. I'm crazy, and I'm going to show up on a kid's show now like a family double dare thing because yeah. no one will hire me doing anything else. Well, and the thing is, I I probably watched Real World a little bit differently from than you did because I... You had your vibrator out. No. No. I was really interested in seeing the houses that they were living in. Ooh, interior decorating. Yeah. Like, I think I would get really excited about seeing how cool, like, their... Best house that you remember from from the from the seasons of the Seattle. real world. Seattle. Really? I, I like the fact that Seattle, you could fish through the hole in the wall, or the hole in well, the ground. and I like that it's, like, <clears throat> actually on a pier. London. London for me. The fucking old-looking castle inside. And plus, that I could hang out with Neil and make really shitty techno music. And help nurse him back to health when he got his tongue bit off? Totally. <laughs> like, let me type for you on this thing and make you sound like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I had a thing for Jacinda. She was hot. Is that the one that's the model? Yeah, she was hot. She was really hot. She was really I, ditzy, but really hot. I am really annoyed, though, because I don't remember this from seeing it years back. But now that we've watched it recently, I'm yeah. really annoyed with like how she is with her dog. Oh, yeah, how she just bought this dog on, like, She's a whim. Like, and oh, just let it go to the bathroom of the house, whatever. It's cute. Let's <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> that poor dog. Ugh. You know that dog didn't make it past that season. Oh, my God. You know Jacinda just gave it away. Oh, that's, that's right. sad. Well, she's busy modeling. She's busy pouting and sticking her fantastic ass in the air. And then you've never heard of her since. Yeah. You've never heard well, of her since. Well, you didn't hear of, like, most of these people Mike? Since. Mike, the race car driver? No. Mike, the race car driver with his douchey hair. Like, the worst is, like, three I mean, different haircuts in, like, one. You heard of, um, uh, the wrestler. Oh, yeah, The Miz. The Miz. The Miz. The Miz. Okay, The, the Miz, Miz is, is the, the most Miz, successful yes. out of everybody. Oh, my God. The Miz is fantastic. Fuck you, Eric Nice and the grind. The Miz gets to fucking <laughs> wrestle with The Rock. The Rock is the man. The Miz has an action figure. Do you remember watching Hawaii and going... This guy's weird. Like, what? Yeah. And now you look at him now, and he's, like, winning WrestleMania stuff yeah. and doing, I mean, just, like, I that's fucking awesome. I remember when he, like, came up with The Miz. Yep. And, like. We saw The Miz happen, people. Yeah. We saw it live. <laughs> we saw just, it live. Let's just age ourselves. Yeah. I saw The Miz become created. Yes. Okay? I saw Mike become The Miz. Yes. We saw Mike become The Miz. Yeah. You guys have some, but, some people out there but like, But it was, what? like, really funny because yeah. he just, like... And, like, no one took him seriously. No. no Every thought was a fucking joke. And that dude now gets to travel the world and Make do what he loves. Make tons of money. And wear fucking banana hammocks. And wrestle the Who rock. Who doesn't want to wear banana hammocks? I want to wear a banana hammock. <laughs> for the wedding. <laughs> no. I want to I turn my suit into a tearaway suit. And oh, right God. after, you're like, I do. And I, I just rip it off. And I'm like, can you smell... What the Rob is cooking, and then like do like an elbow drop. That's on like CJ. a combination of the Miz, the Rock, and um, that guy from Jackass that's always bringing the banana hammocks. Party boy, Stevo. No, Steve not Stevo. Party boy. No. Party boy. No, that's not Chris who I'm Pontius. thinking about. Who are you thinking of? Party boy. 
Is that Party Boy? Chris Pontius. Yeah, well, it's Chris Pontius, but Party oh, Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you said Steve-O, and I was well, like, Well, I said Steve-O. Steve I said Party Boy first, and I'm like, no. And then I'm like, Steve, and you're like, no. I'm like, well, it's got to be Party Boy, because he always does the tearaway oh, okay. clothes. Then that and must he be who I'm bumps and grinds on people. But anyway. So we watched all of those, and it was amazing to flash back to myself. What I, what I, here's what I hate. Okay, Hulu Plus. I'm not sure if you've ever used it, people. Uh, so I was like, you know, you watch Hulu, you have fucking commercials. So I'm like, well, I'll just pay for it. You pay for it. You still have commercials. And it's, it's the same It's the same commercials. It's like, is this relevant to you? No, it's not. I don't care about Flo the progressive agent. I mean, she's hot. Get her in a porno. But I don't want that insurance. I really don't want lightly sweetened... What is the tea? tea? Yeah. Snapple. Snapple tea. Where's it at? In a store near you. Oh, <sighs> thank you. And he's using a payphone. The most... Okay, that whole thing is like, I'm going to call it Snapple. <laughs> I want a lightly sweetened tea. Blah, 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 blah. I'm and using a payphone. payphone. The payphone is the most un... Uh, uh, what's the realistic. Word? Real, unrealistic thing about that whole thing. I can buy someone calling Snapple and going, I want this special tea. They're like, all right, it's done. Let's call the engineers. Boom, it's in your store. I can't buy the fact there's a payphone still that yeah. somebody's using to call Snapple. If you're using a payphone to call Snapple, you need to reevaluate your life. That's what I loved about watching Road Rules, though, is like... That was my next segue. How... You watched Road Rules. Uh, I watched the first season of Road Rules. I kind of caught it pieces by piece. Road Rules was okay for me, but I never, I, it was never for me as, as awesome as the real world, but you watched it. I loved the first season of Road Rules. Kit, Mark, Kit, Mark Los, yep. uh, the other three Allison, Yep. And the New Yorker, and then the Indian chick. Yeah. I don't remember her name. She's a partier. She's a rock star. She's a rock a, star. like she's in the like metal. Yeah, Van Halen. <laughs> Sammy Hagar is totally metal. Well, they like meet Van Halen. Like they have to build the stage and get ready for one of Van Halen shows. And it was a Sammy Hagar Van Halen. Like, come on, I'm getting excited about yeah. that. David Lee Roth, David Lee Roth's fifth all the way. Panama. <laughs> <laughs> totally but Panama. It was what I I think. What I loved about it was just that it was so 90s. Like it was amazingly 90s. The pieces 90s. I saw, amazingly 90s. Everybody had the flannel wrapped around their waist. Yes! They were wearing like I, the waffle, the waffle long sleeve shirts, yep. the like jeans with holes in them, the flannel tied around their waist. Basically how I dress now. Yeah. Yeah. It well, was no, amazing. Well, you don't wear really flannel. Well, flannel. I was just going to say, I really want flannel around the waist to come back. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I was all about like, oh, I have this shirt. Oh, it's too hot. Let me wrap it around my waist. Yeah. I miss, I honestly miss the 90s. Is and that that's sad? how you know we're getting is old. It is very sad. Aww. It's extremely sad. And that's how you know that we're getting extremely, that's how you know we're aging ourselves and becoming old. These kids today, and they're Justin Bieber's, and they're Carly <laughs> Rae Jepsen's. They don't know about Sammy Hagar they Van Halen. I saw <laughs> I saw a great picture on Facebook the other day that was like these two kids looking at a payphone trying to figure out like my parents said they use payphones. How did they play Angry Birds on this thing? It's very true. You cannot play. I've tried and I've gotten looks. <laughs> We're the fucking pigs. Press nine. Just doesn't <laughs> fucking work. But so I love I love just. I think, yeah, I think I just loved how, like, 90s it was. And I love that they actually had to, like, go to these places and do work. And like, get the they clues. had to do jobs they to get their clues. paid and get clues. And then they got, like, a big prize at the end. Think about yourself in your 20s. You're 24. That was before I met you, right? Yes. I think so. I think so. I'm, <laughs> I'm drunk. I don't know. So I think, yeah, it has to be because you're only 30 now. We have not been dating for over six years. 
Oh shit, you might have been 24, 25? Might have been. Okay, think hey, of yourself. We're right on the cusp. Think there. of yourself as 22. Could you, at 22, you know yourself, be put into an RV with six people you don't know and travel the country? I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. As a. You, know, you were probably like 12 when you were watching these. When you were 12, you were probably like, I could, I would love this. This would be the best thing in the world. Yeah. But as a 22-year-old uh, in the past, do you think you could have actually lived in an RV? Well, I think that... And you're personable. You yeah, are friendly. I, you I talk to people. I get along with people pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but I think Lois would definitely have driven me crazy. Lois was kind of a prick. But I mean, Lois like pretty much drove everybody crazy. Fuck you, Lois. I hope you're listening. Lois, you're a fucking jerk. You're a jerk face. <laughs> He's like 15 hours, I think. <laughs> you're a jerk ass, Lois. He's just sitting there drinking his fucking Bartles and James going, what are these people on She's Right talking about? I was fucking 25. Fuck those people. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, just because I, all these people that were on there were more like, they were kind of like outdoorsy people. It yes. seemed from what the impression You're I got. You're not outdoorsy. I'm not. No, you hate so, you hate nature. I don't hate nature. You kind of hate Mother Nature. You kind of hate. But Gaia. I'm not like. You hate Gaia. You hate Gaia. You hate the mother. You hate Mother Earth. No. Yes, you do. You heard no. it here first. Leslie hates Gaia. No, but anyway. Yes. I don't think that, like the roughing it part, I would have loved. Yes. So. Would you have loved the nudist uh, colony? I, would you have gotten nude to grab the the thing with Mark? If Mark was there, would you have gotten nude? Hoping, he's, <laughs> hoping the Mark had been like, "Damn, those are some titties." <laughs> uh, I think I possibly would have taken you the jump into the hot tub, and I think that I totally as, would have fucking tried to get on Kit. I don't like her, but I, at the time, I totally I would try really, to get on Kit. I really like Kit just because she was the person that just like she just gets along with everybody. I'd make Kit scream. It'd be good stuff. That's right, babe. Do you hear that silence? Do you hear that stare? I, I brought it from hate to love back to awkwardness with one sentence, people. That's the power I have. It's <laughs> the power I have. I would have loved to have seen you in a real world back in the day. I think that would have been amazing. Because I think totally you would have turned into like a 12-year-old girl around Mark, even when you were 22. You'd have been like, <laughs> you're blonde and buffed. <laughs> What, one thing yeah. that was pretty funny about Mark, though, is that his hair got, like, ridiculous. Oh, did it? I yeah, didn't watch it. Yeah, it got, like, well, it actually kind of got, you like, how your hair kind of gets. When, I like, have you, ridiculous Mark hair. When you need to get it, when you need a haircut badly, and it stands, like, way, way too high. It's like the Pauly D without all of the, <laughs> without all of the hardness. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I do. I kind of have the Pauly D without the hardness. But yeah, I really enjoyed watching season one of Road Rules. I've started watching season two. I'm now, not as into season two, though. Did, did I ask you this already? And I might have. If you could have lived in any real world season, which season would it have been in? Not yeah, the house. I said the house, a, but what season? Because you, you like the house. Yeah, you asked me, but I, I don't remember enough about about the other real, real worlds to say. I would have loved to live in the San Francisco house. With, with Puck, Rachel, Pedro, and Corey. Here's why. I would have turned Corey from somebody completely annoying <laughs> into a crazy whore. <laughs> Only if I moved there at the age of 25. That was my okay. that was my bad year. That well, was the when, year when I was like, "Fuck being nice. I'm just gonna be an asshole." And it turns say, out, and it turns out though, 
being an asshole was the best thing I could have done for that year, and that's so fucking sad to say, and that it makes me sad for, like, some women out there, but it turns out nice guys do completely finish last. Completely finish last. Thankfully, Leslie brought the nice guy back out. Uh, you might not hear it much on this episode or uh, previous <laughs> episodes, but when I was a prick and just like, you know what, I'm going to try to uh, uh, emulate some of these asshole people, panties just thrown. And what? I think, I mean, Corey, I could have broken out of her shell. And she would have what been like, eh, but of, it was Corey. What did you think of Puck? At the time, I really liked Puck only because at the time, so I was probably about 14, 15, I believe. Uh, I could be off of my years there. But I liked Puck because he dressed like I dressed. He didn't give a shit about anybody. He was out there. He just, and, 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 and at the time, I thought he was totally cool. Now, what do you think about it now? Halfway through the season, a complete ass. And the only reason I say that is because it was when he started getting really, like, um, really um, homophobic. Like, that started coming mm -hmm. out. That really bothered me watching the old episodes. I get why he didn't like Pedro in the beginning, because Pedro was very kind of proper and polite and Puck wasn't. And I kind of, I always liked the kind of interactions. And it wasn't so much that he didn't like Pedro because he was gay. It was just because he was so uptight and he kind of, and it seemed to me at the time, and even now at the beginning, he just was like, this is me, you know, I'm not going to be someone I'm not while I'm here. This is supposed to be like kind of, I mean, quote unquote, a documentary of like real life. And I like that. But then when you get to a certain point, I'm like, I hate him. Mm -hmm. I hated how manipulative he was. Yes, that's what exactly what I was just thinking was how he manipulated like so many people. Yeah, and how he constantly harped on like I'm the outcast, dude. You made yourself the outcast. If you're gonna fucking play that card, you gotta own that fucking card. When we were watching the first season recently, yeah. the thing that I wait the third. You mean the San Francisco season? Yeah, third season. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's. The first season was the really boring one. The only thing that was good was like, you have a I, beeper. What I are you, think a drug it dealer? is the first because it's like the first one I remember. Oh, like I watching. always loved Dominic. That's kind of where I got my hair from. I kind of, I always emulated Dominic. <laughs> but the drunken Irish guy. One thing that I couldn't help but almost like laugh at was after they kicked him out of the house, he just kept randomly calling the house to be like, why'd you kick me out of the house? That really hurt my feelings. Yep. Oh, yeah. And you're like, Dude, you got kicked out of the house. You should probably fucking move on. That yeah, it was. He became a very sad character of himself. <laughs> and you know, and for those of you that watch that shit, I know Gravedigger's listening. I know you're listening. Woo, Gravedigger! Yeah, Gravedigger! Yeah. yeah. And I know that you're listening, and I know that you're you're a big fan of the Road Rules and like the Road Rules versus Real World, and then like the reunion specials, and then you got to see Puck. Uh, <laughs> probably, I was probably got about seven or eight years ago when they had like. They brought him back, and it was like kind of the reunion. The dude never changed. And he was still the same asshole, still blaming everybody. And it was like, dude, you, you know, you played that card. Yeah. Fucking deal with the cards that you fucking played. Yeah. Like, don't try to come back and say you were a victim because you weren't. Yeah. However, when it comes to the third season, really, all those people kind of sucked. You had Corey, the whining bitch. Ugh. She just, I mean, her voice. Ah, my was, name's Corey. <laughs> she was so annoying. I hated her. Pam was a non-existent. Mohammed was completely non-existent. Yeah. He was just like, I'm doing my fucking rap group, and that's all I'm doing, and I'm not, yeah, I'm like, not even going to hang out. You would, like, watch a couple of episodes and forget that Mohammed even lives even, there. Yeah. But, you know, and in Judd, for the comic lovers out there, I know there's a lot of hate for Judd in his comics. I'm still a big fan of... Uh, 
of Barry the Boy Genius, uh, one of his comics, was still one of my favorites. I thought that was really good. But I had a lot of respect for Judd because he was trying to do what he loved to do, and he was actually like going after it like the entire oh. time. And that's the thing is, you know, I don't I don't call myself an artist anymore because I'm a pussy. <laughs> it's very true. Like, and that's like, and like to bring up to your point, like Judd knew what he wanted to do, and and as an artist, if you want to be an artist, you need to be prepared. For non-stop rejection. Yeah. And never knowing where your next paycheck is coming from. And unfortunately, I don't have the backbone to do that. And that's why I kind of got out of art. But I kind of, as a kid, was always like, I want to do what Judd's doing. And his whole thing was like, when he was, that one episode where he met with those creative people that cartoon. This is going to be the 20-something the Simpsons. And he was all psyched. Yeah. And, and nothing happened. I don't happened. know anything about it. He came out with Frumpy the Clown, which was based on a lot of those characters. And it was in it was in uh, this, uh, the Pioneer Press for a while. Way later, like way later, I was still, I was, must have been like 17 or 18. I was like, holy shit, I remember Judd. seeing him. Judd, it's Judd. But yeah, so it was kind of fun going back through the old real world, uh, real what world was, episodes. What was really weird is that from what I remember, as I remember like Judd and Pam, like that they got married and yes. were together, there was not a hint of that in, in the, the entire show. season. Because you know why? That was probably all off camera. They, they had too much self-respect, like, and, like, because Pam was dating that one dude yeah. that wasn't going anywhere, and Judd was like, I can never find a girl, and da-da-da-da. But, and, and, and you watch Real World now, and it's just like, I have a boyfriend, and I love him. Two episodes later, I'm nude grinding up on the guy yeah. I'm living with in the hot tub, yeah. because woo-hoo! Exactly. You didn't get any of that. You saw maybe a kiss. With Puck and Rachel Kiss. Yeah, that's so funny. That was such a big deal. That was like the same thing with Road Rules. Like, Mark and Kit kissed. I didn't remember that. They kissed? Yeah, they oh. kissed in Norlands. Norlands! And, Bringing um, it back. Bringing it back. <laughs> and it's like so funny to think of like that that was made a big deal. Yeah. But then you have the Hawaii episode. First episode, Tech and Ruthie getting nude, jumping right into the yeah. pool. Very first episode. Yeah. We're breaking the ice! I'm nude. It's so funny how, I mean, it's funny, but it's also really sad. Yeah. How much time, how much has Some changed. Some people would call that progress. I would I not. I would not. Because I'm an old fogey now. <laughs> I'm an old fogey. <laughs> But for those of you, before we uh, go ahead and get to some voicemail, for those of you that want that think that, oh, sweet, I can go back and watch these old episodes and listen to the music that I loved, uh, the problem is there is no licensed music in the old Real World episodes. Instead, Leslie and I played the game called Guess What, what song? song This Should Be. Yeah. And it was funny because you're like, this should be Radiohead Creep. This should be Rage Against the Machine. This is Gin Blossoms. Yeah. You know, and you're, and you know, this is, this is better uh, than Ezra. Jim Blossoms. Yeah. Oh, Empire Records. Good stuff. Better than Ezra. Boom. Ugh. Ugh. Love those guys. Love them. They're all 60 now. <laughs> They're still putting out albums. And have you listened to any albums in the last five years by Jim Blossoms? Or better than Ezra? Jim, I mean. Better than Ezra? I don't. The yeah, most no. recent one I have, I can't remember if it's came back. Five it came years, out in like 96. No, it came out in the 2000s. Back, in the, back when you could go to the store and go to the alternative section. Oh my god. Remember the alternative Back when section? you like bought CDs, CDs at a store? Back when you're like, fuck, they don't have this band. I guess I'm fucked. Yeah. Ah. The 90s. We miss them. <laughs> I do. We live in them still. It's so sad. It's, I do miss them though. It's fucking sad. I think of like, I hear about bands or I even hear like a song. About Our bands now are playing at like state fairs and you're like, what the fuck? Our bands are like on oldie stations. I know. <laughs> what? What? 
Returning. I, th- I like listen to Weezer. Yeah. And I like listen to the Blue album. Yeah. And I think about where I was in my life when yeah. that Blue album came Eighth out. Grade. I was in fucking middle school. Yeah, and that makes me feel like I'm Holy robbing the cradle because at that point I was in eighth grade going, wait, getting straight A's, fuck that shit. I'm going to grow <laughs> my hair out. I'm going to get some fucking big pants. I'm going to start skateboarding and I'm going to find the goth chicks. Like, when did the Blue album eighth grade. That's become like super old? I think I even, I think I originally When they bought, re-released it? <laughs> I think I originally bought the Blue Album on cassette, on cassette tape. Yeah. Remember cassette singles? And I had Empire Records on VHS. Well, VHS, but do you remember cassette singles? When you're just like, I just yeah. want one song. Yeah. Two bucks. Two bucks. I remember I had, I remember my parents wouldn't let me, wouldn't let Guns N' Roses in the house. <laughs> they thought it would corrupt my mind. <laughs> <laughs> So I stole a cassette single from my uncle that had two songs. Civil War and You Could Be Mine from Terminator 2. And I listened to those two fucking songs non-stop. And I'm just like, yeah, when your cocaine's gone, hell yeah, I can, I understand that reference. <laughs> I get it, I think. And your I, bitch starts rubbing, I fucking get that. I, I get that, Axel. I bought Dr. Dre Chronic. On cassette tape, and I remember listening to it. My mom was around, and I was like, "This is horrible." There's so many bad words. I'm so glad you brought that up because before <laughs> I go ahead and take a break before voicemail, I was with my grandmother <laughs> and my uncle because my uncle's only like three, four years older than me, five years maybe. He's not that. He's not much that older than me. I was with them. He was 16 years old, I believe, at the time, and I was staying with them for the summer. And my grandma drove me and him, or him and I, proper grammar, Tony the West. I I know Tony would fucking... I would also correct you. Well, yeah, but you you correct me with your eyes. Tony will correct me just to be like, no, the proper usage is... (laughs) This is more for Brittany, because I know she'll listen to this and she'll laugh. (laughs) Hi, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. I hope you laugh. Um, (laughs) uh, I remember going to Mankato, uh, Minnesota, because that's the only place that sold, like, CDs. Like, we had to drive two hours. We went to the mall in Mankato. From New Ulm. From New Ulm. Okay. Which is, yeah, you know New Ulm. Really small. It's only old people and mentally handicapped people. It's, like, all you see. And we drove up there on the week that the Chronic came out, and he bought it. He bought on cassette. The, he bought the Chronic on cassette, and I'm and it's my grandma in in driving, him in the uh, passenger seat, and me in the back, and I you know I must have been like ten or eleven. I mean I, my ages are bad, but it was right. It was seriously like the week it came out. Cause I remember him making a big deal. I have to get this CD or this tape. I have to get it. And driving back to New Orleans, two hour drive, listening to the Chronic. With my grandmother. Oh my god. And the, <laughs> and the uncle at the time who I fucking like, like idolized. Just going, huh, this is new. All I know about is the fat boys. What is this? I don't know what this is. And then years later, going, holy shit, The Chronic is still one of the best goddamn yeah. rap albums of I, all honestly, fucking time. I Back when rap albums had skits. I, Every rap album had skits. You gotta I remember bought the skits. that, I love the skits. and I bought like Snoop Dogg's album. The, Doggy style. Yeah, I bought that. I think at the same time, and I was honestly like horrified by the lyrics, and I was just like, I was horrified by them using the N word and saying hoes and all those things, and I like got rid of those cassette tapes because I was like. This is horrible. I am an innocent child. And now I'm like, 
Holy shit, why the hell did I get rid of those things? They're awesome. And here's here's something I'm gonna tell you, and I'm drunk. Okay. And I'm really going for someone <laughs> out there to laugh at this. This is not this is not at all a good thing. Or really this is just an embarrassing thing. I like to share everything. I remember being very young and seeing my uncle's Snoop Dogg uh, at that point CD, got the CD. Maybe the maybe it was the tape. I think remember the tape. I can't really quite remember, but I remember getting a boner at that time, looking at the artwork. Because it had, I mean, there were like yeah, dogs. Yeah, there was drawings yeah, of like, like females. thongs and titties yeah. and going like, okay, I know it's a dog. Why do I have a boner? What's <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> and totally going, what's happening with my penis? Oh, God. I can never look at Snoopy the same way again. Can never look at Snoopy the same way again. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get free fresher beers. And we have some voicemail. Rob, it's BM Crow. How you doing, man? Check it out. You're getting married. Well, mistakes will be made. But hey, don't worry about that. You're a young man. You can recover. What I'm asking you and your lovely wife, Sophie Leslie, is that if you're going to have an amazing Spider-Man-themed wedding, and I think you should, would you have her dress up as Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane? Sub-question. Who would be Aunt May? Anyway, have a good night. Be Michael Kroll. Fucking... You're from the forums, Facebook, Twitter... Uh, you contribute a lot. I, this, uh, I'm really, I'm, it's like 12.30 a.m. I'm really drunk at this point. I'm not sure if this is your first call, but I'm going to treat it as your first call ever <laughs> to our podcast. Apologize if it's not. Thank you for calling in. You're amazing. Now, if I was to have an amazing Spider-Man themed wedding, uh, first of all, I would dress Leslie's boobs in only webbing. Uh, it'd be like a pasty covering the nipple, but it'd be like, it'd be like a web. So it's kind of like what I wanted to begin with. Show the boobs, but it would be tasteful. It would be classy as fuck. <laughs> I don't um, think tasteful and classy yeah. really work with that. It totally does if you do it right. Now, I personally, here's my deal. Mary Jane Watson, Gwen Stacy, that's the eternal nerd debate. Who would you rather bone? Answer both of them. If I had to pick one, I love redheads. Leslie's a redhead now. I love blondes. Leslie used to be a blonde. I kind of have best of both worlds. However, I would have Leslie dress up and be Gwen Stacy. Why? Knee-high socks, super smart nerd, short skirts, super smart nerd. Mary Jane, on the other hand, kind of ditzy, model, actress, uh, redhead, tall legs, good stuff. I'm saying Gwen Stacy. Leslie. If you had to be Gwen Stacy, Emma Stone, okay, I shouldn't say Emma Stone because I don't want to do that you know as like what, a thing. Though, but that's the way I know it. That's the way I you know, know it. it as Emma Stone Emma versus Kirsten Dunst. Versus Kirsten Dunst, and I would probably side with Emma Stone. Very true. Now, comic nerds out know out there know that in the comics, Gwen Stacy died because Spider-Man tried to save her and broke her neck by accident. Mary Jane, in the other hand. Is Mary Jane? I would definitely. I mean, honestly, I, I always, I was always a way bigger fan of Gwen Stacy. I just thought because she, she could, she could, she could interact and deal with Peter Parker on a um, intellectual intellect- level. Yes, I was gonna say brain level. I like intellectual level. <laughs> I'm fucking hammered. I, we have got to end this episode. I am seeing double. Um, on an intellectual level, uh, so I would definitely have Leslie be Gwen Stacy. As far as uh, as far as Aunt May, uh, CJ. CJ, 
That's a little weird. Would be Aunt May. Why? I think CJ wearing like a Mama's Family style uh, apron really? and glasses. Well, who else am I gonna say? Like who, uh, who? Who else can I pick as Aunt May? My first thought instinct is CJ is Aunt May. I'm sorry, CJ. I'm sure you listen to this because you do <laughs> to hear if I talk bad about you. I pick you as Aunt May because it makes me laugh. I don't at all find you geriatric though, uh, in the least. I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit, but nothing like Aunt May. But I would say I, I would have. I would honestly. I would pay for CJ to dress like Aunt May in an Amazing Spider-Man themed wedding. Would he do that? Probably not. No. Probably not. Uh, if you want like a really real, uh, true answer, uh, CJ. So, CJ. Well, and me being Gwen would be amazing. Knee socks works out because I think of her as Emma Stone, who also is a redhead and who is also very attractive, uh, and wears knee-high socks and is funny and skirts, uh, and also wears knee-high socks and, she's and skirts funny. and also wears <laughs> knee-high socks. And skirts. And Leslie is starting to hiccup. I only did it the once. It'll happen again. No, it won't. NBD. No. NBD. No. no big deal. No. Big deal. <laughs> no. Big deal. No big deal. Uh, big time. A little side note. I've been trying to get Leslie to say NBD uh, because it makes me laugh. Because she's like, what's that? I'm like, no big deal. Uh, she refuses to say it, but I, I figure if I keep saying I'm not going to. She says that. Trust me, I've gotten her to take over plenty of my mannerisms. You wait. Give it five episodes from now, which means like three years from now. What? She will be saying NBD when she is officially Leslie Purdy Hughes. Like jelly? Yes. Or like jelly. Not or totes. Jelly. Totes. 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 Totes my goats. Totes my goats. The next time you hear our lovely voices, Leslie and I will be officially husband and wife. I guarantee you will not hear us before that. You will not hear us because we have three weeks before the wedding. So, be Michael Kroll. I hope that answered your question. I want Leslie in knee-high socks and short skirts. I'm going to keep saying that even when she's sleeping tonight. I'm going to whisper <laughs> into her ear, knee-high socks, short skirts. For She's Right, I'm Rob. I'm Rob Hughes. And for the last time, I'm Leslie Purdy. Have a perfect week.